And that was uh, the track Rebel Girl. Now, Wes Anderson is one of the world's most fated movie directors. Every time you hear an actor talk about Wes Anderson, it's almost like they're kissing his backside in, in the hope that he'll, they'll get a part in his next movie. He's directed uh, Rushmore, Royal Tenenbaums, uh, The Life Aquatic, um, most recently the animated Fantastic Mr. Fox, and lately, this year, Moonrise Kingdom, which has been met with stellar reviews and uh, lots of Oscar talk and so on. And it start, it's got a massive ensemble cast, most notably probably uh, Bruce Willis, Edward Norton, Bill Murray, Francis McDormand, Tilda Swinton, Jason Schwartzman, and so on. It's like he can pick and choose who he wants. And it's come out to great reviews, and I guess it will get a, a nod for best screenplay, maybe even best picture, and so on. Now, it starts um, with these two very odd children who one of them's a, a Cub Scout leader, and they they not a Cub Scout leader, a, an American Venture Scout or Khaki Scout, as he's called over there. He's probably I think you know, about twelve years old, and he meets a girl who's similar to him. She's uh, probably somebody that would be recommended for treatment as well. And they over the course of a year they exchange letters and decide to run away together, and they form this uh, on the road. Uh, partnership as they sort of have this very very pre almost pre-teenage love affair and this is when they notice that they've vanished now the rest of the movie follows both the escapees and the people looking for them from the scout troop and the scout master to bruce willis's local cop and the parents including bill murray and who's the other one francis mcdormand as they try and track down these missing children who end up trying to re? They're they're on this massive island somewhere. I'm not sure if it's a real island or not. So a beautiful place, um, one of these small off the coast American islands that's probably you know, 50 miles across or something. And they try and follow an old pioneering path, and the movie just follows them and and, and their sort of burgeoning. Uh, what well, isn't really love at first, but sort of eventually sort of moves in that direction. Uh, and their story and so on and it's one of the most acclaimed films coming out this year from one of the most acclaimed directors currently working i am not sold on either i have never been sold on wes anderson if you ever get annoyed by kooky or you know zany or for for kookiness sake he is the epicenter of it for me i just don't agree that his filmography is that impressive Rushmore was a vaguely interesting teen movie with a little bit of quirk, and he is king quirky. And The Royal Tenenbaums is a film I liked, but it's now... Everyone says Wes Anderson, director of The Royal Tenenbaums. It was never a well-received film on release, and it's not a great film. It's largely watchable because of um, Gene Hackman, who's, who's brilliant in it, and it's a vaguely interesting film, but it's never was never a great film. I just don't agree that he's ever directed a great film. I've not seen the Fantastic Mr. Fox, so I couldn't tell you what that's like. For me, the thing that he suffers from, he suffers from a number of really terminal things. One of them is the kookiness, like the tone of the picture, just gets more and more grating. It's more and more, it's just that kooky tone all the way. Everything's got to be a little bit left to centre. And you can almost see the still shots of people standing slightly oddly looking straight at the camera in your head. 
And he does that all the way through the film. And, the, and tonally, it grated on me more and more. And the other thing I think he really suffers from is he wants all his characters to be these deep, interesting, substance-filled people, but they never are. They weren't in the Royal Tenenbaums, um, Hackman aside. And they're certainly not here. I found every character virtually was the same two minutes after I'd met them as they were at the end of the film. There was a shallowness to it. The two kids, the two main protagonists that go off on this journey, just aren't that interesting. And no one else in the movie really is. The best two people in it by far are Bruce Willis and Edward Norton. And Edward Norton's Scoutmaster is the character that, the only character really alongside Bruce Willis's uh, police sergeant, um, the only two people that, actually I wanted to spend time with in the movie. Edmund Norton's fantastic in it. Bruce Willis, after reviewing him in Looper last week, shows again he's chosen an interesting movie and given a very good performance. Everyone else may as well be there or not be there, really. Um, there are some beautiful moments. It's, it's really well shot, and there's something quite lyrical about this journey going across uh, where they're trying to escape, and the way that this scout troop that have bullied this kid end up being very supportive of them and there are some beautiful lyrical moments but ultimately there's just no substance to it it's not a very interesting story and the characters don't really have any depth or likability so it's going to get absolutely you know you'll probably get nominated for several oscars and people will have it in their end of year lists but it's just not a great film and wes anderson is not a great director he just does kook and that's all he can do so far and it's annoying. It's just like, it's like, a, he's like the king of the hipsters making movies. So I'm going to give it a six out of 10. It's, it's also, it's too long and it gets really, really quite a drag uh, the longer it goes on. And it gets a lit, and it actually gets silly at the end as well. So I'm going to give it a six. 